that that was the problem yeah so I, i've been going back to the old ways looking at research like joe rogan and stuff mm. and i figured out that that was actually the format that was best mm. because people yeah. like to hear conversations that was my favorite episode that's that's my all-time favorite it's one. my second favorite <laughs> <laughs> which is the one your brother honestly the one with my brother and pisola is my favorite just I because think your my brother was, was like, amazing he was that's my favorite grammar. episode <laughs> he was playing grammar he was just like I was scared. I was like, that's just that he's so passionate. Oh, he's, he's very passionate. So? He's very passionate. Fam, he swore so much. Because he's my younger brother, he's 18. He swore so much. I was so scared. Mm. I was like, my parents are going to kill me. Because my parents listen. Because they listen to the podcast. Hi, guys. My parents. <laughs> <laughs> and but when I saw them, they were like, yo, I didn't know Shia was this intelligent. I was mm. like, oh, that's your kid, you know. <laughs> I was like, what kind of parents are no, you? He's smart. He's very smart. But today's um, topic. <coughs> Yeah, so not really a topic. Mm. Is the power of words, right? Okay. So usually what I try to do these days, we try to feel out how people are feeling in general, what's relevant to young people right now, right? Yeah. And we were just talking about teachers and parents and how they spoke to us as kids mm. and how those, like... So the power of what you hear mm. is how, you know, how the power of what you hear affects you as you grow up you know yeah like you, you know, know life and death is in the power of the tongue yes that's yeah, yeah exactly mm. and obviously this is not something i've ever understood until more recently as i've gotten older mm-hmm. but i know that one of the main problems i've had growing up is he or i got i got in so much trouble as a kid in nigeria that mm. i was told so many negative things right mm. and those things literally come on then and those things killed my spirit in a mm. lot of ways. Mm. Um, but how do you feel about the power of language, of, of the word? If you um, the power of the word is um, hmm. it can. It depends on the type of person you are. You know, like if it's I don't know, like me. Funny enough, like if I hear I respond and I remember more so when someone says like speaks negative negativity against me or towards me i feel i don't know why that positive that positive is it's good to be positive but i don't really if you're if you're nice to me i'm not gonna really remember i always remember the bad things i said and then that's what and i have this i think it's my ego a lot of the times i feel like i would want to prove you wrong especially if i know you're not if i know you're not correct and especially with parents because parent um well matt well parents in general some parents they like to for example, if you're not going in the direction they want you to go to, so they're just going to say things that they they think they know or they think they understand without without really understanding the situation and it can really it can really it can mess you up. It can mess you up because mm, you mm-hmm. feel like you're not you're not doing the right thing according to their standards, which is detrimental because a lot of the time yeah i feel like 
parents, they speak, but they don't speak. Because they, the way they were raised and we were raised is very different. But they a lot of the time, they forget that. Like um, A lot of African parents feel like, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, their problem is they're, not, they're still not aware about mental health. And how? Oh, it, oh that's and, that's a big that's yeah, a big one. They're still not aware about mental health, and they're still not sure of how it can affect you, mm. and how the little things you say can just only add add to the stress, and it can make you feel like because I I, I know like roughly two people in my life because of things that were said to them they were, they felt suicidal, mm. and that's because there is a lot of the time the p- parents they. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with like this. Like, the but... thing about parents is that, yeah. obviously, as you're growing up, parents, you see them like, whoa, they yeah. know everything. Yeah. So what, when they say something, it sticks to you. Like, yeah. Sometimes they might even not repeat something. Like, the one insult, you remember that two, yeah. 20 years later, down when, the line. You takes... ask them to do yeah. my homework for <laughs> yeah. That's when you realize, oh, wait, parents don't know everything. <laughs> but And I feel like with the... I feel like, cause obviously, it's taught me a lot. Like, mm. if I... God willing, I have a child one day. Like I will try my hardest because I'm not the most compassionate person in the world, but I will try my hardest to like understand them mentally, what they're mm, going through. Like yeah. things like you know, what I'm saying that because there's the things that not might not matter to you matters to them, and then one hundred percent. Like you just have to be very understanding because society's changing, and there's a lot of different pressures. Like. Like how things was ten years ago and how it is now. These days, people can get bullied on Snapchat. What what do parents? They have no context yeah, to relate parents, to that. You know what I'm exactly. What, what do parents know about Snapchat bullying? Mm. But they're just gonna m- maneuver and use a solution that would have worked ten years. Ago. I feel like parents they need to. Not even just parents in general. I don't know, man. I don't know where I'm going with this, like, but yeah. Thing is, right. I, one thing I, um, I I I agree with you and Josh very much when you say. Our parents don't really understand. Mm. Um, Zon? Okay, yeah. They don't really understand what is happening in our generation. Mm. But one thing I notice even more is it feels like our generation is far more distant from our parents' generation than they were to their parents, right? Because there's this entire new world of Mm. internet, social media, and things like that Mm. that they just cannot comprehend. So, like you said, uh, if people are being bullied on social media, mm. what is a what's a Niger- an average Nigerian mom meant to do about it? Pray? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't know what they could do about it. She'd just be like, talk to God. But yeah. it's not because it's, you know, Mm-mm. she because she literally cannot comprehend the platform. Mm. So, she's like, what? So, you were online and people off, insulted huh? you. Mm. Who is this? Mm. I mean, that might be good advice. Though. <laughs> just, <laughs> just switch it off. Just switch it off. <laughs> Why are we complaining here? But okay, so mm. as a kid, when yeah. you were younger, were you the kind of person who would talk recklessly to people without ever thinking of how it would make them feel? Yes. Reason being because I wasn't educated. I was, you know, what I'm saying, I, I, when I, especially when I was a kid, I would say a lot of mean things to a lot of people. But I would just assume they were like me, where they could just get over it. Yep. I didn't believe in mental health issues. I didn't, not even I didn't believe, I didn't know what mental health was at back that then. Age, no, so I'm just no. saying, teasing them, thinking that they're going to be like me. They could just take it and then just go with the flow. But nah, as I grew up and I started speaking to people on a more proper level, I understood more. I have to be aware of what I say, even how I say it, the way I say it, you know what I'm saying? That When I was younger, I was very, I was, I was carefree, I was too carefree. But at the same time, it was innocent. But 
it's not an excuse, but that's more or less how it was. Because I personally, I work in a secondary. I I used to, well, I used to work in a secondary school, and there's a lot of kids that say a lot of things to their peers, and they don't realize how it affects them. Cause obviously, I'm at the age now, so I'm looking at them, so I'm like, wow. Is this the type? Of, is this how I was when I when I was in year seven, year eight? Like they can, they can, they say rude that things that you're like, wow. If someone my age said this to me, I'll be so offended. Mm. You, can you give an example? Like for example, there's there's a big kid, and everyone be like, oh, you fat boy, you oh, this, God. you that, yeah, yeah. And then obviously he will laugh it off. But Children I can, can be mean. Man. You know what I'm saying? He will mm. laugh it off, and I'm looking at him like this guy is not. It's affecting he's not him. Happy, you know? <laughs> he's not happy. He's with not it. happy he's with this. Like, he's not happy because. Even when he even when he's eating, he doesn't even like eating around his peers. He prefers when oh. the hole is clear. Oh, you know what man. I'm saying? That like he's just but obviously he's just every time they say, Oh you fat boy will laugh with them, drain in with them, like, yo. Because if you don't laugh, yeah. then they feel like they can okay, this works, so we should keep doing this. Because especially kids of today, they smell fear and they smell when you're like about to break. So mm. if they see that you're about to cry, you're about to fall some way, they'll go even I see push them. the button. They'll push even oh, harder. Oh yeah. And then if then you get into a fight with them, they'll be like, I didn't do anything. And you know it's Because just, to them they really did not do anything. Yeah. It was but, just bands. And then even even in the school I work in, sometimes like it's not even just the piss. Sometimes the teachers, like the teachers themselves can, can bully some students because they're like obviously fair enough this big boy in, in particular, he's not the best behaved child in the world but I feel like it stems from more than school I feel like this with him there's things going on outside of school and then the things people say to him do to him because even when they they took him to a corner they tried to empty out his bag and then one teacher tried to embarrass him say oh your mom told us not to eat you told her to told us to not make you allow you to eat savory stuff because you know what it does to you and I was thinking why are you, why you, are you exposing why the boy you, like this was this in front of other students no, this was, yeah. that was the, no it was yeah. us and then a group of other teachers in the classroom oh, that's bullying. so I'm like ah and then obviously he, he he went on a mad one just locked the door slammed the door told all the teachers mm. F you F you and, that's, and he's like oh don't come, come back here why are you being rude thinking, why wouldn't he be rude you just you just embarrassed him, him like that in front of everyone and we're teachers you can't, he can't do nothing to us whereas the kids he could probably maybe if he wants to fight them or mm. cast them back but he's, he's seeing us as like Rav, these are the guys that are supposed to be protecting me meanwhile they're they're part of the, the group the trying problem. to embarrass mm. me you know what I'm it's just mm. I feel I feel I don't know man and and this is where this this idea of hurt people hurt people comes from, you know. Like mm. in in the situation like that, that kid is going outside with anger. Mm-hmm. He has to hit someone, mm. or he has to insult someone, and in the process of doing that, he's gonna get in more trouble. Oh, definitely. And over the years, he has become a bully now. Like he bullies the younger ones now. Like because obviously he can't really do nothing to the people older than him. So it's more or less people either weaker than him or younger than him that he takes his anger, on. and then that's how. That's where hate comes from, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I, I don't know, man. It's just, I, in that in type of situations, what do you do? Do you, like, because you can understand the pain, but it doesn't mean you can come to an agreement on what to... But would you speak to the teachers? You like, speak, call them out? You, you can call them out, but it's like, it's still, at the end of the day, it's their decision to do what they do, because I've, I still see them do that. And, it, and you can visibly see that it hurts the guy oh, doing yeah. it. And they still do it. So at the end of the day, I can speak to them, even if they agree with me. It's still at the end of the day, it's up to them to take accountability for what they do and say, especially to someone that already feels self-conscious about mm. how they feel or how they look already. 
You know, what I'm, I don't know, man. It's just it's Be- weird because it's like it's a well. First of all, thank you for sharing that story. But it's yeah. like it's a two way street, right? Mm. Either you go towards being the bully, mm. or you go towards being the victim. Because, mm. like you said, you know some people who had been suicidal at various points. You can imagine yeah. that something like that <coughs> reinforcing bad emotions in them mm. over time. Over exactly, time, made yeah. them just decide, you know what? F this. I'm going to be more of a I'm going to be suicidal. Mm. Not because of choice. Mm. Because on the other hand, they could just decide, you know, I'm going to be the baddest gang member around. Yep. I'm going to be the baddest boy. I'm going to stab as many yep. people as I want. You yep. know, just to prove... This hurt... hurt. Like, the older we get, I think the idea of hurt, it really gets to me, you know, because... Mm. You know how I am. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. you know, you know how I am. I get. Mm. I have a. I used to have a very bad mouth. Mm. In Nigeria, it was worse. <laughs> Mouthy. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, they used to call me one day one trouble. <laughs> and that, but it was because like, I don't know. I was just charged up. Yeah. I was angry. Yeah. But I felt I was angry because everybody from day one told me I was doing the wrong thing. Yeah. So I was just pissed off, and yeah. I would say things to people. Um. Like now, I found out. I've said it a few times now. I found out I had ADHD, right? Mm. Which is not something that anybody can. Yeah, Josh is always like, yeah, ADHD. He's counts. always using that ADHD <laughs> card. He's bringing yeah. that up. Ah, no, sorry. I should get a parking <laughs> space. But, <yeah. laughs> but at the time, I didn't know that yeah. my mouth is just like verbal diarrhea. Yeah. So anything that comes anything into my just mouth comes out. just comes out. Yeah. Mm. Like there was one time in primary school, if uh, they're probably not listening, but if they ever listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> there was one time in primary school, there was a kid. His dad had divorced his one, his mom, yeah. and had married another woman. Yeah. But the woman was living in his house, and with his mom. I'm not sure how the story was. Wow. As a kid, yeah. you hear yeah. you hear what yeah. you think you hear, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's probably not even what happened. Yeah. But it was something about another woman mm. and marriage, right? Mm. Now I had a lesson teacher. And he was the cool teacher. Like, he, you know, the, the cool kids kind of got him to be their lesson teacher, right? Yeah. So everything was going well, you know. I was like, okay, cool. And then he was, he trusted me so much because I'm just, people trust me in general. Mm. He trusted me so much. He told me, he used to tell me information mm. about other kids, right? Mm. One time he told me this information about this kid. Mm. Now, the way I was at the time, I didn't know better. So I would just, I showed up. Me and the guy were arguing. I was like, oh, shut up. Is that why your mom... Uh, you know, is that why your uh, dad did this? And then, and at that age, yeah, it is yeah. a horrible thing to say. But yeah. in my head, it, there was nothing in my head. Literally, yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. okay. I know this information. Say it. Yeah, yeah. And that stuff hurts people. Oh, definitely. And you know, it was only it wasn't until I started getting older, <clears throat> getting in conflicts with people, and people would just decide not to mess with me anymore. And I'd be like. It's not that deep. And then mm. you start thinking about it. You're like, the more you, you develop empathy, you're like, wow, mm. I can't believe. Like, I'll just get flashbacks. Like, I can't believe I said that to that person. Why did I say that to this mm-hmm. person? Why mm. did I insult this teacher like this? Mm. You know, it's... Well, we thank God for growth. Oh, thank oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank, thank God, God for that. Thank God, because... <laughs> No, can't be carried on those mentalities at 24. No, because no, no, trust me, when I was young, I used to say a lot of reckless things to a lot of people. I would think it's banter or I'm just getting one up over someone. Now I actually know how deep it can be. They can actually go home and think and about think about what because, you said. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When I was like year seven, year eight, obviously growing up dark skin wasn't the best. It wasn't the easiest, bro. It wasn't the easiest, especially in South London. So people would say things mm. like, "I'm not gonna lie." There were, there were a lot of creative 
they, they were creative with what they said to me. But at the same time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you imagine some already. <laughs> listen, someone, hey, someone called yeah. me Black Ops, like, or someone, wow. <laughs> someone called me the Black Power Ranger, or, or you know what I'm saying? So I'm, My, I'm like, the you know, Black Power Ranger was cool, though. Yeah, no, but I was like, wow, am, am I that dark? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you one time, because when I was a kid, um, I'm actually come to think of it. This is probably God's karma back then. Yeah, it was like you're talking too much. You're I'm going to punish you. Right? When I was a kid, I had yeah. uh, I don't I can't remember how it happened, but I had this skin disease. Yeah, like from my neck down to my my toes, right? Yeah. And obviously, I was hypo, so I just used to scratch. Yeah. And if you scratch things, it get worse, right? Yeah. So I just used to scratch, it got mm. worse. This shit was so bad. There used to be like things coming out of my body, like yeah. blood. Ah. Stuff. Bro, it was horrible. Mm. And this explains plagues, partly, man. I just realized partly why I was such a horrible kid. Because yeah. I felt it was unfair. Like, why do yeah. I have. All... But one of the most creative insults anybody said to me about that situation mm. somebody called me Pox Fa- no, Post Factory. So it's ah. like. <laughs> it hurt, obviously, it hurt. But I had Gee. insulted the guy before, so fair, fair game. But. He called me Post Factory. Post Factory. That's creative. That's your hurt. Wow. Wow. I'm telling you, children, they can be mean. Yeah, they can yeah. be mean. Oh because God. I'm not going to hurt you. That's, that's what you, like you said, that's me as well, man. I, I was... I was a reckless talker because people were reckless with me. So I felt like if everyone could be merciless to me, I had to be on guard. Be ready to say... I had curses for people that never even cursed me before. But I you planned, know yeah. I I always, I was, that that's how sadistic I was. I was, I used to, I was always ready. If this guy says it, I'm going to say this about him. Yeah. This girl speaks, I'm going to say this about her. And then I just realised, man, at the end of the day, yeah, <laughs> kids will be... As bad as it is, kids will be kids. But... <sighs> like like a few, a few months ago, I was working in this uh, secondary school. Yeah. And... Um, Year sevens, you must know this. Year sevens, they make yeah. mom jokes a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. They're very creative with them. Yeah. But unfortunately, there was this day, and I had a feeling this might happen one time in life. I've never seen it, but that one day, this um, they were doing the mom thing. Mm. So they were in a changing room. This kid, uh, he was a refugee. Oh. So he came from uh, Rwanda, I think, oh. and his mom had died in a war. Oh, oh man. So he was like, please don't escape. tell me. Oh no! And yes, as you can imagine, oh. the kid didn't know, and it was one of the best kids. It was one of my favorite kids. He didn't know, but he was a saint. But they used to bully him because he kind of had a bit of a, like, um, I don't know what he had, but it was kind of it made him really lazy and just laid back. So people used to mock him for that. Okay. So that day, the guy is it Napolesi? I don't know what it's called. Okay. But he had been some. They had been mocking him in the play, in the changing room, mm. and so he made a mom joke at this kid, and it turns out it gets worse. It turns out that was the day of the anniversary of the mom's death. Oh, oh man, uh, this kid went mad. Uh, this he, kid went mad. He beat the hell out of him. You know the crazy part? The kid is those year seven, so he's like, he was like, he was my height. He was like five eleven. In your seven, in year seven. <laughs> these year sevens yeah. are good. Oh, you know. Though, yeah. So everybody was sh- was shocked mm. because it was meant to be such a big issue. Because this guy mm. is so angry, but it's one of those situations where the kid didn't mean anything. It's mm. just what they do, and that just makes you understand why these why words are so powerful. Mm. You might not know what the result will be, mm. but that thing, that little thing, you just thought it was just a blow of a word. It exactly, destroys yeah. somebody's mm-hmm. brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the thing about negative words. Like, unless someone has like 
posit enough positivity in them to yeah. to like have that bounce off them. It's either mm. they they come out and say something negative, mm. or they internalize it. Mm. You know, because mm. like if I give an example, like me growing up, like firstly I was uh, I was. Um, I used to live in Colorado, yeah. right? Colorado, if if, if anyone knows, is, a is legal very, there, by the way. It is legal there. It is legal there, but it's also a very white state. Like, there's very very few black people. If you yeah. see them, you make them your friend because you're not going to wow. see many. It's like it's ninety nine percent white. Wow. So basically, when you see, so um, growing up, then like you start looking at yourself like, why don't I look like everyone else? Mm. Obviously, when you're that young, you think, this is it. These are people. Mm. You know, why why, have I look di- why do I look different? Mm. And then when I left, um, uh, my father took the family. We, we went to live in Jordan in the Middle East. Yeah. Again, Arabs. I don't look like them. <laughs> you know, oh, not only man. that, think you, you have racism in, um, in the U.S., right? Yeah. Then you have racism in, Ar- in Arab countries yeah, as yeah. well. So them, they're direct with it. Like there, there's no subtlety. There's no British oh. or American politeness. There's no chocolate, chocolate. These people, they're brown ones. This, this and that. So you, you really, and me, I didn't have. Um, I wasn't the kind of child that was like, ooh, talk back or anything. Mm. I felt surrounded. I felt like, oh, geez, all of these people, they'll just gang up on me. So mm. that, that just like, what, what, what's wrong about me? What's wrong mm. about my skin? Mm. Da da da. And you just internalize that, and it, it affects you. It does. You know, and. You, people really don't know like just how powerful their words can be. It does. It, it really does. Because speaking of which, yeah, now that you, you brought that story up, because back to that kid I was telling you about, because mm. one time we did search him and he had some pills on him. Oh no. Yeah. no! But he's not what you think. He's, he's some fat burning pills. Okay, oh. those so, like you get online and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So then that's what, like you said, people do internalize it and they. They go there because I'm not gonna lie. When they used to cuss me with my skin, I was always a lot of the time when I was young, I used to consider bleaching myself. Mm. Honestly, like I always used to consider that. Well, you wanted to be Charlemagne? Be, nah, <laughs> not, like, jokes. Are, <laughs> not, I really, can't really thought, bro. If people really get onto my skin, maybe I am the wrong complexion. Maybe I should nah, be lighter. Nah, black is beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous, and I love it now. But I'm just saying, back then, when if, if kids, the way kids can get onto you, you consider reshaping your life exactly like, yeah if i can consider that at a young age he can buy fat pills sorry let me not call it fat pills fat burning pills mm. and i don't know man. and then today today i feel like today's bullying is so much worse oh, yeah, God, yeah than it was it's from so many different angles oh oh my god your your picture could be in someone else's like a stranger's some group chat somewhere. Story. Just you could be in a We can be in a group chat being discussed right now. We wouldn't even. I'm saying bullying has upgraded, mm. but and I feel like <clears throat> I don't know, man. We need to do more, like especially us that like, we are aware now. I feel like as especially if, when we become parents, mm. we should do more to be like. I think it's our responsibility. We have to be involved in our children's lives. A hundred percent. Like try to. Be involved to the point where that they can come and speak to you about anything. Like, because I feel like it's best to be friends with your kids. If your kids feel like they can't speak to you, they're going to yeah. try to deal with a lot of with their own understanding. On their own. Mm. With their unexperienced, un, unexperienced minds and whatever. But it's just, I feel like if I was closer to my, my parents when I was younger, a lot of the decisions I did back then, the, thing, the thoughts I had in my head, I wouldn't have had them because... Mm. There would have been that reassurance that everything's going to be fine and there'll be that shred of wisdom that you need because we as kids, we don't know everything, you know what I'm saying? And 
Yeah, man, that's just it, really. So, <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, the... Because the other part we were thinking about was, like, what... The power of what you hear. So mm. what it goes into your head, right? Mm. And over the years, I've had to talk to my parents because they're Nigerian. Mm. And I've had to speak to them and reinforce this idea in them that, look, I know it's not your fault. Mm. You don't understand um, how powerful words can be. But under no circumstances are you allowed to say negative things to us, especially when it relates to anything we we pride ourselves about. Yeah. So, for example, my little brother used to be obsessed with gaming. Mm. He's still obsessed with gaming. Mm. My parents used to look at it as the worst thing in the world. Like, oh, my God, you know, wasting your time, blah, blah, blah. So my youngest brother, he wants to be a games designer now. Oh. Mm. When he wanted to start that course, he specifically told me that he, when he, because he got really good A-levels, like mm. A-stars, just, he got the best grades, some of the best grades in his, in his school. Yes, and I was like, wow, I didn't know you were this smart. He was like, to be honest with you, it's more because I know what I wanted to do and I didn't want our parents to discourage me. Mm. So I preferred to just get a really high grade. So they'd be like, okay, he's done that bit. So I could be like, see, I'm kind of smart and I go on and do what I want now. Mm. And we had to speak as a family like, look, it's not anybody's business what this kid is up to. Mm. He's He wants to be a games designer, let him do it. Mm. And... You know, sometimes as you know, we have this habit of, especially our parents, they have this habit of putting us down because of their friends, yeah. comparing us. I've been so strict with my mm-hmm. mom. I've, one, some of the most biggest fights me and my mom have had is telling her, do never compare me to somebody else's the child. Worse. The worse. Because you are breaking my spirit. You're, mm. That kid who is not, I know for fact, is not doing that, working that hard. You're telling me I'm lesser than that kid. Mm. because maybe you might be in a bad mood you know mm. so one well, I'm, uh, one time I was cheeky and I was like yo your friend made jollof rice her jollof rice was banging <laughs> and then you know how they like, was, I was doing it and she was like oh no. probably wasn't even that good she tasted it I looked at her I was like she knows it's good yeah. and then I was like no, no. I was like mom you need to step up it's, it's good and she got pissed I was like you see how I, you see how you feel then yeah. that's how I feel you know, change it up yeah. a little bit because yeah. we can't we can't just be complacent and continue the exact same thing, man. Because mm. when we have kids, they will be like, it's a different world. They might be like, yo, dad, I want to be a YouTuber. Mm. Dad, mm. They won't understand they that. Want, they don't, they don't know YouTuber. the money in it. They don't, they don't know. They, they Unless don't you're know. KSI. Yeah. They, <laughs> they didn't even KSI have to convince his parents. Bro, now look at KSI's parents, man. Yeah. Boy. KSI's parents are, are, hum- are doing dry humping on YouTube because they are like, oh, I son found views. the bag. <laughs> no, we're talk. No, I feel like there's just a lot of parents, man. They just need to get with the time. You know what I'm saying? Just get with, get, yeah. get, get with the time. But really. it's not their fault, I feel. It's not their fault, yeah. It's, it's what they grew up knowing. and then That's just, very true. A lot of the time, they try to live their dreams through us. And then if we're not doing what they had envisioned for us, then that's that's the issue. That's such a good point, yeah. yeah so, you're killing my dream. Yeah. You're killing my dream. You're like, supposed to be living my dream. And then, see, okay, so like the thing is, right... I feel because a few weeks ago, um, do you guys use Twitter a lot? Well, I can't, not not these days, but I understand Twitter. Yeah. So a few months ago, there was this debate on Twitter where a lot of um, African kids were moaning about their parents, how mm-hmm. horrible the parents had been, uh-huh. how much they had damaged their mental health. They had done this, and they could they didn't know if they could forgive them. And mm-hmm. a lot of white kids I know feel the same about their parents. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot of Asian kids I know. I think the only reason they don't feel that way is because. 
Asian family is a bit more community based. Yeah. So you can't really hate your mom. You have to just love her. Yeah. Whereas white people are more individual with that. So they would just yeah. be like, nah, F you mom, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but I started to think, right, it is true. Last sent two things can be true. Yeah. It is true that those that your parents could have damaged your mental health, they could have ruined your self esteem. Mm. But they don't know. Yeah. And also that's what was done to them. Yeah. It's just yeah. a cycle. It's a it's cycle. A cycle. It's like yeah. a generational cycle. Like mm. yeah. their parents said to them, Oh, don't worry about trying to succeed in yeah. this life. You will never do it. Just do your min- bare minimum. What would they say? What else are they going to impact on you? Then again, that's why I'm so grateful for social media because things like this we can discuss on a proper global scale. Because I'm not going to lie, before, <laughs> before Twitter and if it's Instagram, I never really truly understood mental health. Like on, I, I, I heard about it. Mm. Been Twitter, I, I read some stories. I've seen some cases where people discuss and we get different points of views. So we know not everyone's the same. So we know it's not at the same time, it's not to say your parents is wild and it's just, they don't understand, they actually just don't know what they're doing and yeah. they don't, they don't, they don't understand that the power of their words because we see them as our light like that that that's supposed to always be on our side and then mm. for that same light to be like no you're rubbish why are you not like your cousin why are you not like this why are you not yeah. like that and it must be true yeah so you're like wow so oh i'm not good so what would you rather have them as a son like because that exactly yeah, your like, your mind starts going down some wrong direction like, oh mm. would you rather have him as a son and then you just give up you just you because you feel like no matter what you do she's always gonna feel like i'm not as good as i don't know you know what i'm saying so I think social media, that's one thing I really love about it. I learned, you, I learned so much about life, as as weird as it might sound. I learned no, a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot, like, a lot. Even YouTube, like, that a lot of people boycott. Like, I love you because YouTube, you just listen to stories, how... <sighs> See, I, like, yeah, we, we have, uh, we'll do 10 more minutes because mm. I promised people I won't let them listen to too long. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I did a poll on Instagram yesterday. And the poll was um, asking some questions about social media, right? Whether social media is more of an evil or a good. I personally feel social media, if used right, is actually the answer that centuries of human beings have been looking for. I agree. Because that mental health thing alone, Mm. the fact that you can get millions of kids from around the world to share stories, Mm. share these testimonies, Mm. and you also have so many people saying, okay, like you have professional therapists mm. on Twitter, for instance, mm, yeah, saying yeah. to you, like, look, I understand you're hurt, but based on what I've studied, they didn't do it intentionally. Mm. Because you didn't have anybody to convince you before that it's not malicious. They mm. just don't know. Mm. So you just like, from what I saw that day when I was seeing the trend, you just hate them mm. because you believe... They've, but you 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 know you believe that they've they've done this intentionally to hurt you, mm. but when somebody or other people share their experiences and share how they healed themselves, mm. like if I say if I go online and say yo I spoke to my dad and I told my dad when he said this and this when I was five it stuck to me till age twenty five mm. and it really broke me down mm. and he was like oh I didn't realize I'm sorry somebody else would be like yo I never tried that yeah and, you know you never know that parent because kind of all they want for you really is the good ones anyway they're bad people out there yeah. but, but for the good parents yeah. what they really want is for you to heal I mean yeah. for you to be better yeah, yeah. to be the best you exactly the best. they just yeah. think that's how to do it 
Like even the idea of beatings. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, that's a topic it, for a different. That's yeah. a topic on its own, you know. I don't believe. Since I used to think beating was good, but I realized how much it could damage you. Beats, it's oh it's very God. bad, you know. What do you think is worse, though, beatings or verbal abuse? Okay, you know beans, you're gonna heal. Yeah. You know eventually, but, yeah, but words stick with words you stick with you. Yeah. Like even now that I'm like what, nineteen, there's certain things that were said to me when I was younger and up to this day, like, I still remember it. Like all the negative things my dad would say to me, like he would compare me to um my older sister or um my cousins and who'd say stuff like oh you're you're stupid you're, you're this and that mm-hmm. it would just make me feel like i'm never gonna succeed i'm not gonna do well in life but it's like i've just proved him wrong so but i definitely think verbal verbal yeah. nice. i'm happy i got beaten more same 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 because at least they didn't have they were too out of breath to like insult me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you this good point yeah. if i yeah. sit down some more <laughs> now can you heal eventually yeah but you heal literally uh, eventually because <laughs> you be like okay remember that time I got beat cool but what mum said to you that day that, that, was, that, that sticks cold. to you that you still remember you. insults Bro, that's why people from say years and years ago that's why parents you, sorry to call you a joke yeah. that's why people say that they rather their parents beat them sometimes oh definitely because when your parent just looks at you and says you're never gonna make it are you oh, oh. Ah. It that might cuts stick you. with you forever, you know. Yeah. Like I remember in boarding school, um, my principal, that guy, I didn't like him because <laughs> he was a nasty Yoruba man. He just said horrible shit to people. Hmm. But one day he called me into a class. Obviously, I was I was who I was. I was naughty. Mm-hmm. He called me into a senior class and he was like, he was teaching them English. So he was kind of like, oh look at this boy. Look at Adegoke, typical, very stubborn. Um, what he's like what is the word we just learned today they were like incorrigible he was like yes <laughs> as, as I'm saying this story I remember this vividly he was like yes incorrigible Adegoke is incorrigible and everybody <laughs> laughed so I left and obviously because I'm a, I'm a you know wordsmith I checked the dictionary what's incorrigible and incorrigible is like um, somebody who is not capable of change or something yeah somebody who is not capable of change or evolution wow. and they're stuck in their ways yeah, stuck in their ways. Mm. And that stuck with me. That stuck with me. But, you know, it, it literally was like, damn. So that's it then. My no, life this is, is This is me. Yeah, I'm 12 years me. old and this is me now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die incorrigible. Fuck. <laughs> you know. But he, the guy didn't know. Nah, he was a nasty guy. But he still mm. didn't realize that. Just saying that to me. And the whole class laughing. I'm like, look at you idiots laughing mm. at me. Fuck, okay, mm. we'll see. We'll see, you know. Then again, see, lucky for you that your mindset is strong. What about the people that can't, you know what I'm saying, overcome the stuff? That's, that's, uh, we, we, we got, we owe it to the next generation to like get it right. Absolutely. Because if we have strong mindsets, really, we do. But every time I like, I've gotten to the point where I try to protect people Mm. because I'm like, I know how strong my mindset is and I know Mm. how that affected me. Mm. So I know this person. It's not that strong mentally, mm, and mm. you've said this to them. Oh, come on! Mm. You're gonna make this person suicide. That's really, really gonna get really to them really. because. Mm. Yep. Yeah. It's scary, man. P- power of words, I guess. This is a powerful, powerful conversation. Yeah. It's, uh, gosh. So, do you think you're gonna incorporate this into your music going forward? 
Listen, even with my music here, I try to when I when I rap, I try to I try to when I'm rapping, I try to not be I try to be very realistic. Number one, because I don't want to make it. I don't want to sell you a lifestyle that's not true. Where it's too positive. Like there's bad times, but like there's ways where you can words can encourage you. Like if they feel like if they feel it's realistic enough and doable, then yes, that's what I try to incorporate and try to. Because what, what I try to do in my music a lot of the times just just to motivate you. Mm. Like there's a there's a good life. There's hard times, but there's good life. Like to be honest, because you're never gonna experience love without pain. Because Pain always follows suit because um, with, with love comes sacrifice. And when... What am I, what am I saying with this? Like, sacrifice is pain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, you, if you've never experienced pain, you won't enjoy... You won't really appreciate, appreciate love. Like, because... Yeah. The, if you had never had hard times, you never enjoy the good times. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's what I try to incorporate, man, to sell that type of lifestyle. But well, we're lo- well, we're looking forward to you tackling more topics around mental health and just inspiring young people with your music Amen. going forward. And um, the song of the week is going to be um, I- um, if he's um, yeah yeah well, track. It's a, <laughs> it's a beautiful track, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Thank you, thank but you. But this has been another episode of Our Inner Voices. And I'm your host, DJ Ark Nemesis, name <laughs> on the review. <laughs> and with me was uh, Joshua Miles, hey. producer. Joshua, Joshua, producer. Yeah. And Ify, say hi, Ify. Yo, hi. And Trinity, say hi, Trinity. Hi. Even though she didn't say much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Hi, guys. So the song of the week is by Kiz Ernie and it's called Basement. This is a summer jam. I hope you guys enjoy it. Microphone on me Excuse me No one I want such you Seen too many girls and I'm alive Some hell I find I can't deny Some pretty cool they got the vibe It's only you that's got my heart Girl, girl, I see the fire in your eyes The loving true, I can't deny I never take you for a ride Whenever I try to say bye-bye, girl You don't need to ask me why I never try to question my love I'm never gonna leave you sad I go be your man until the night, girl And in the morning I'll be calling you You don't ever have to worry, I'll be coming true, yeah Your body language got me wanting you Your pretty skin, melanin, got me loving you We could hit it in my basement, yeah I'ma send you the location, yeah What you doing on the weekend, yeah I got a vibe you be missing, yeah you can hear it in my basement, yeah I'ma send you the location, yeah What you doing on the weekend, yeah I got a vibe you be missing, yeah